0: All right, Howlers, let's get howling. But first, a couple quick warnings. First warning, this podcast contains adult content. Don't
1: be a pixie.
0: Second warning, this podcast contains spoilers for the entire Red Rising saga.
1: Don't be a pixie. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Etsy. Email us, howlerpod at gmail.com. Visit us at www.howlerpod.com. And rate and review us. Five stars only. If you don't give us five stars only we will spit acid on your face
0: (laughs) and now howlapod those are adults they won't kill you they'll give you enough poison to paralyze you and then they'll burrow their eggs inside a few days time you'll be gobbled up from inside out
1: poetry and notion Bye, bitch
0: Hello, Howlers. Welcome to HowlerPod, the one and only podcast for all things Red Rising, where every episode we dive deep to break down, celebrate, and discuss all aspects of the fantastic Red Rising saga by Howler number one, Pierce Brown. Yeah. I'm your host, Ben reinert I am joined today, as always, by the amazing Aaron Ayers.
1: Hello, Howlers.
0: Aaron, what are we doing today?
1: Dark Age, chapters 66 to 73.
0: Quick third warning.
1: Third warning.
0: (laughs) Aaron and I deal with dark things that happen in the book using humor. (laughs) So if that's not your cup of tea...
1: Wait, you're telling them now?
0: (laughs) They should be pretty used to it. But there are some bad shit going on today. Some bad shit. (laughs) Some really bad stuff. So... If you need to bow out, we understand. Just make sure you come back for the next podcast.
1: And now, howler <laughs> <laughs> Let's load up this star show and shoot straight into our chapter summaries.
0: Hopefully, we don't shit our suits
1: or kill any babies.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to kill a baby. Chapter 66. Jeez. <laughs> the Julia's Bill. Victra recovers from birthing her child, and they decide to send Volga off to find the radio tower and send out her message. Uh, After Volga leaves, Victra asks Lyria to go outside grab her some snow for her aching vagina. Um, Lyria tells Cormac not to move. His son is asleep on the floor with his hands bound. Cormac is our tricksy little red. He tells her he won't, and she starts to feel bad that she was suspicious of him. She goes outside and grabs the snow, keeping an eye on Cormac, but she hears a tapping sound on a window on the side of the house. She investigates, even though she will lose sight of Cormac. When she gets to the window, she sees it's his daughter. She has cut her hand and put it up against the glass. Luria puts it together. It's the red hand. Just then, she sees a shadow appear behind the girl, and a hand slams her head into the glass. Luria runs back to the open front door, screaming for Victor and warning. She slips on a patch of ice as she runs to the door, and falls as she does. Lucky she did, because the son he was waiting for and had swung the sling blade uh, that was hanging on the wall at her head as she was running through the door. He barely misses, and now the sling blade is stuck in the door frame. Lyria caps his ass with her gun, <laughs> and then dodges some shots coming from the little girl's room. She returns the fire, and then Victor bursts out of her room, razor in hand. She swiftly enters the girl's room and takes out Cormac before he dies. He tells them they are fucked. The whole village is red hand and they would have already heard the gunshots. They're on their way right now. Victor ends his life and then they see that the little girl is mortally wounded from the glass of the window. Victor grabs Ulysses and books it out of there without looking back. Lyria attempts to help the girl, but she's a goner and the red hand is coming. She takes off after Victor, but can't keep up with her. She sees a red-hand ship fly by and then determines she isn't going to find Victra. She's too fast. She's way gone. So Lyria heads back toward the town uh, because she needs to figure out what happened to Volga. On her way back, she sees where the ship took off again, and there are no footprints leading away. Victra and Ulysses have been captured, dot, dot, dot. She then sees some crows fluttering around a tree and immediately fears the worst. Her nightmares are confirmed. As she gets closer... Ulysses has been killed and is nailed to the tree.
1: Upside down. Tough. Chapter 67, Lyria, numb. Lyria is stunned, beyond stunned. It's a loss too devastating to even process. She takes Ulysses down and wraps him in her coat and walks back to town. When she gets nearer, she sees a bunch of ships taking off and sees that its harmony and she has Victra and Volga prisoner. She runs to try and help them, but doesn't make it in time. A woman shouts at her from another house. Liria walks over to her. It's Brea's mom. Liria then puts it together. Brea wasn't Cormac's daughter. She was his wife, his child bride. Super disgusting, guys. The Red Hand takes all of the women from the town and marries them off to the soldiers so they can make more Red Hand soldiers and make their own little world together. Lyria hangs out at the house until dark and then goes back to Cormac's house and grabs the black orb that came off of Figment's body. She struggles to get the orb open until she finally touches it with some blood. The orb opens, and there is a bunch of weird freelancer spy shit in there. Pretty cool stuff, but <laughs> not any guns. No... um teleportation devices (laughs) (laughs) nothing lyria at once it's basically a little spy kit for the spy kids with all kind of goodies no weapons until lyria then sees something that rings a bell it's a clip of teeth hasn't she seen a freelancer use tricky teeth shit like trying to spit something at volga (laughs) now she's got an idea she goes back to the woman's home and asks her if she The woman can help Lyria get all dolled up for tomorrow. She's going to go into the bunker where they took Victra and Volga.
0: Chapter 68, Lyria. Shh. Lyria strides up to the bunker and all the young red guards immediately start catcalling her and groping her. Real cool, guys. She hasn't been taken for a wife yet. They're like, who's this hot new broad that's in town?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, I see you're showing a little ankle. (laughs) I like ankles.
0: (laughs) The biggest one of them, he stakes his claim and takes her inside the bunker to take advantage of her. Just before he is able to, another red, Duncan, who is higher up in the pecking order, tells him Lyria is going to the picker. She's not his any longer. Lyria is taken to the picker by Duncan, who looks over her, then throws her in with the rest of the girls that they are keeping prisoner, pretty much. Uh, At this point, Lyria snaps into action. She rounds up the girls and tells them what's up. They're going to fight back. They aren't going to be sex slaves to the red hand. It's time to take control, ladies. She grabs suppliers pliers hidden in her boot and pulls out one of her teeth in front of everybody and then inserts a second acid tooth. She had already put one in back at the lady's house. Everyone is like, whoa, this bitch is crazy. But also, I'm on board. Except for one. Lyria names her Tails. Tails doesn't like the idea. One bit, Lyria says, you don't have to participate, just don't snitch. She agrees. Stitches
1: get stitches.
0: <laughs> but Lyria's two new allies from the group, nicknamed Lion and Freckles, they let her know that Tails is full of shit. She's going to snitch as soon as she can. Lyria's like, I got this. They then get transferred to another room for some checkups. They wait again, and it's about time to get picked. But before it starts, Lyria has her new allies create a distraction so that she can take care of Tails. She runs over and beats her down, breaking her jaw before she can start snitching to anybody. The girls are then lined up and given some drugged wine. Harmony walks in. She gives a long, flowery speech about how noble the girls are and how honored they should be and how she actually envies them for their ability to bear children for the red hand.
1: So sincere.
0: Yeah, fuck off, Harmony.
1: When you said, it's time to take control, ladies, I started singing, (laughs) okay, ladies, now let's get information. Because that's like that's Beyonce (laughs) chapter 69 Lyria the child wives Lyria and the rest of the girls are taken into the mess hall where there is a celebration going on it's picking time (laughs) they all line up and then Harmony calls out soldiers one by one based on if they've like done something great in the war they get first pick they get the hottest bride (laughs) Lyria is not picked first Because she's apparently an old maid at like 24. Pretty weird. Lyria is left to the end and picked by Duncan. They party on for a while and they dance the night away. The drugged wine is hitting hard and Lyria is having a hard time standing and also not puking everywhere (laughs) from spinning around. She needs to get moving with her plan. She persuades Duncan into taking her down into the tunnels to get a look at the obsidians saying... I've never seen a Cody before. <laughs> I want to see the Cody's. <laughs> <laughs> That's a pretty good impression That's really good. <laughs> of the audiobook. <laughs> this is like my favorite Lyria part <laughs> when she's acting like a ditz. <laughs> Lyria grabs some swill to take with them so they can give it to the guards. She's so nice. While Duncan is not looking, she crushes up some homanthus and puts it in the swill so that it will put the guards to sleep. Her plan is to drug the guards so that the obsidian prisoners and Volga could start a revolt down in the tunnels. They get down there and the guards bring up the obsidians and Lyria sees Volga and they give each other some subtle eye signals. And then Lyria is like, oh, that wine's making me dizzy. (laughs) And then Volga gets it. She's like, the wine, it's drugged because she is a freelancer. The plan is on. Lyria and Duncan go back up to his place. Duncan demands she undress and Lyria pops the tooth and she's like, Not today, Duncan, <laughs> and spits acid all over his stomach and legs and it starts melting away his intestines and it goes through his spine. And Lyria has a pillow over his face, but not over his eyes, so he can watch her <laughs> watch him die. It's like super murdering. <laughs>
0: yeah, pretty metal. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Lyria's getting a little like Orion. Yeah,
0: she's got some strong Orion some vibes. Some strong
1: murder, <laughs> like vengeful murder <laughs> vibes. It's cool. Lyria, uh, after he dies, takes his pistol and a rifle, and then walks out of the door, only to find tails and a bunch of guards waiting for her. Rat.
0: Chapter seventy. Lyria, thunder bottle. Lyria is tied to a table, getting her pinky hammer smashed by Harmony. Lyria tells her who she is. My name is Lyria of Logalos. You killed my family. Prepare to die. After Harmony smashes another finger, a man stumbles in with acid melting away his flesh. Harmony leaves Lyria with Picker guarding her to go out and find out what's happening. Uh, Freckles comes in behind Picker with a gun drawn on him. At Lyria's order, she shoots the man and frees Lyria. Freckles and Lyria rush off to find the big ladies. The parasite is helping Lyria avoid boys in the hallways, and they make it to Harmony's quarters. Lyria takes a piss on the carpet, and they grab some gear for Victra, a couple razors, uh, like a breastplate. Uh, They then find a comms room and send a broad signal out.
1: Chapter 71, Ephraim, from the static. Hey, Ephraim, what's up? Ephraim hears Lyria's voice come over the comms on his ship through a bunch of static. The kids help him compile the message that she's under siege at the Red Hand headquarters and for all the enemies of the Red Hand to come to her aid. The trio can't take the Red Hand alone, so they boost her signal to Mars. To Mars!
0: To Mars! Mars! Where are you sending the signal? Mars. Mars. <laughs> <laughs> I say that like multiple times. These Mars. Days. Mars. Chapter 72, Lyria, One Last Tooth. Lyria and Freckles are in the halls, headed toward the jail. When a group of men hear Lyria's signal go out, Freckles hides in a closet with the weapons, and Lyria goes to her knees, saying she has information about where Victra's other daughters are. They put Lyria in the cell with Victra, who is hunched over. And not uh, looking or feeling too hot, Harmony enters with a bunch of men and asks Lyria where the acid is coming from. Lyria says, up your cooch. Then a dead girl is brought in. And while Harmony is distracted, Lyria dribbles her last tooth acid thing onto Lyria's cuffs, onto Victra's cuffs, then spits the rest on the lock of the cell door. When Harmony turns back around, the lock drops to the floor and Victra explodes out of the cell, killing all the men. Harmony flees because she's a fucking coward, and Lyria stops Victra before she can give chase, talking her into helping the red girls and the coldies. She calls Freckles out of the hall, and the girl gives Victra the the breastplate and razors. The new trio, (laughs) Lyria, Victra, and Freckles sneak to the common where the red hand has gathered up the girls in the center, Harmony comes through, making her way to the bottom for a new escape route. Victor does some extremely badass, like, parkour moves, kills everybody, uh, guarding the red girls. She also rips her hanging ear off, um, and then Victor gives chase to Harmony. Lyria slowly follows after her. Ripping her ear off. She's She's like, like, stop being distracted. (laughs) I like how she tucked it away.
1: Well, she's got to keep it. (laughs) She likes her ears. (laughs) She's got to get it reattached. Chapter 73, Lyria, At last, she screams. Lyria comes upon Victra and Harmony having a shootout popping in and out of the boulders nearly missing one another. Victra swings in on Harmony just as Harmony shoots, but she's out of bullets. Uh-oh. Victra grabs her gun and Harmony takes a swing at her. Victra meets her punch with one of her own and breaks Harmony's fist. Which is so cool <laughs> <laughs> next time someone tries to punch me i'm gonna break fist <laughs> next time like as if anyone's <laughs> ever tried to punch me victor gives her a chance to say her last words but before she can give her the razor lyria stops her throwing a flare into a pit behind harmony they see a sea of pit vipers victor carries harmony to the edge and tosses her over Before she even hits the pit, a big one lurches up and grabs her. She buries her head in Harmony's belly to release her baby pitties in her stomach, (laughs) where Harmony will slowly be eaten alive. Pretty uh, bad way to die. Very gnarly. (laughs) This is our second pit of (laughs) nasties that (laughs) someone has gone into. That's true. Lyria and Victra then go and find Volga and the other slaves in the common with the red hand all circled up as prisoners. Via the cameras outside the mine, the ladies see a metal ship coming toward them. Victor says nobody listened to Lyria's call for help. They are seemingly trapped and doomed.
0: But she called for Mars.
1: But she called Mars. (laughs) Mars.
0: So that was a lot of chapters.
1: And a lot of action. A lot
0: of action. I
1: fucking love this week because <laughs> it's, it's International Ladies Month.
0: <laughs> That's true. And
1: this chapter grouping is all about the fucking ladies.
0: We just had International Women's Day a few days ago.
1: And the ladies are spitting acid, punching people's fists, and killing a lot of men. <laughs> 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 I feel empowered. <laughs> Men. Look out, Ben. Men. You're Boo. Gonna, I'm going to punch your fist. <laughs> <laughs> Boom, men. <laughs> so the theme for today's chapters is...
0: Vengeance.
1: Yeah, let's kill her. I was super, super jacked up <laughs> when I realized that this week Harmony died. I was like, yes, I love these chapters.
0: That's why I made it so long, because we had to deal with Ulysses up front. I was like, we need to get to Harmony's death. Oh,
1: you didn't want to end on Ulysses?
0: No. (laughs) Well, I didn't want to end like after five chapters because I wanted to get some closure where we killed Harmony. Yes. So we could have a... We killed the
1: baby killer Mm -hmm. who is also Lyria's family killer. So let's go through the chapters and talk about vengeance.
0: Yes, we've uh, pulled some quotes as we always do. Let's start with Lyria. So... This quote is Lyria right before she's about to go into the bunker. She's got the big red with his hand up her butt. And she's thinking to herself, like, this is her mission at this point. She says, The last part of my gray matter, the most important, is occupied with the idea of melting the guts out of harmony, sawing her head off and beating the rest of her to a fire. I'd have done it for Tyrion alone and maybe felt guilty. But then her stemmed-up rapist had to ruin my sister, too had to butcher her children, cut them with sling blades like they were onions. Then they had to kill my pa when he couldn't even walk. Then they had to nail a baby to a tree. I don't give a piss if they're human. If they got problems, if they got drugs in them, if they have hard lives, if they got reasons, all I know is one has his hand digging into my backside, and I'm smiling, bearing it because I know I'm going to die, but I'm going to take as many of them with me as I can, and maybe, just maybe, Find out if my friends are still alive.
1: Yes. So she clearly is very set on vengeance, targeted at Harmony. Yes. And all of these red-hand bastards. So she's saying, you know, she's seeing these boys as boys with, like, childhood pox, basically, and how they're, like, so stupid. Mm -hmm. She's like, I don't give a rat's ass. I'm going to kill them all.
0: Right. I mean it's this is working on multiple levels. Like not only does she want vengeance for her family, she wants vengeance for Victoria. But I also think it's just like on a certain level what Harmony has made these reds into and like how much that reflects on Lyria to a degree and just like how much that offends her basically, you know, it's just like these are my people and you've turned them all into monsters right. at this point. And it doesn't even matter if they're they how they got here. At this point, I'm taking everybody down.
1: And as we see, even especially in this village, it's not even a gamma thing anymore because no. they're taking these girls who aren't gammas and as child brides and as reluctant brides. Mm-hmm. So Liria, when she first meets the girls, she, her first goal is to light a fire in their hearts like the one that she has And trying to get them to fight back. Because Lyria, it took a long time for her to fight back. And she had to go through torture and like all of Ephraim's shit. And then Victor's torture room until she finally decided to start fighting for herself. Right. So she's got to like quickly (laughs) get these girls to her level of wanting vengeance. Mm -hmm. So she says to the girls, how many of you had brothers or paws killed? They all raised their hands. How many had brothers or paws cry like babies as you were dragged away but didn't lift a bloody damn finger? They stare at me, all too ashamed to raise their hands. The dead are honored. The cowards are hidden.
0: And this is exactly what you were saying. Like, Lyria is explaining to these girls, like, it's time for you to take control of the situation.
1: Your brothers and paws didn't fight for you. Your moms cried and watched as you were taken away. And
0: that goes against their nature, really. I mean... Uh, especially as reds, and then as red women, they're really not asked to, or that's just not their role as part of like the red society or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Lyria realizes that she has this within her, and then she knows it's within all these women, and that they, you know, don't want to just take what they're getting, like laying down or whatever. Um, and then it gets super intense. And I was just thinking about how crazy this would be <laughs> if someone just pulled their tooth out <laughs> right in front of you. <laughs> Do
1: you think you even could pull your own tooth out? Fuck no. <laughs> if you offered me a million dollars, oh my gosh, I don't no. think I could even put tweezers in my own mouth. No.
0: As soon as like any kind of pressure on my tooth. I can't even go no. to
1: the dentist without like clamping my fist because I think I'm being tortured.
0: Oh, man. I got a root canal once and it was Ew. not even like. It that was, sounds
1: disgusting. It was
0: not even close to getting a tooth pulled out.
1: Cause they give you a shot.
0: Right. And I, I could still feel like stuff like moving around in my mouth.
1: Just like pressure. But
0: like, yeah, it was just, it was weird. And I would never want to get a tooth yanked out with pliers.
1: Hey this weekend let's fucking try it <laughs> All right.
0: uh, it's a new video coming this weekend on instagram at AllerPod. we'll yeah. be tearing out our teeth. you
1: guys think you're badass with your red rising <laughs> tattoos let's take it to the next level and pull a fucking tooth out please don't do that <laughs> so this is where it gets badass
0: yep maria
1: pulls her tooth
0: She's pulled it out. She goes, I ain't from here. Where I'm from, these fucks killed my me whole clan. <laughs> 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 I ain't here to be no brood sow. I ain't here to be no gray line whore. I ain't here to be saved. I'm here to kill those bastards. Any of you sisters got similar intentions? You better speak up or you're going to be a slag toy till you see the veil. I hold up the pliers. So who wants to save themselves?
1: And I love that like the smallest girl Lion is like, Me! <laughs> <laughs> She's fucking crazy.
0: She's got more courage than I do, that's for sure. <laughs> Lion's ready to just like I'd be like, uh, I'll probably just get hooked on the drugs at this point. <laughs> <laughs> like Jeez. <laughs> I mean, I would just be one of the people that's like, you guys. For sure. For sure you do I it. won't say shit.
1: <laughs> I'm not a snitch. Don't break my jaw either. That <laughs> yeah, sounds like, worse.
0: For sure I will not. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so yeah. Lyria and all the red girls are gonna get their vengeance with the acid teeth.
0: Mm-hmm. It's really amazing how well she sells this, like immediately. Like she
1: She gets them fired up and she is able to have them all do it, and then the amazing thing is, is they all follow through. Mm-hmm. They uh, they're all spitting acid, right? And some of them die from it. We hear about they're dragging in one of the dead red girls. Mm-hmm. So spitting and acid.
0: And Lyria knows she like talks about how I've led people to their death at this point. Like that's I've got to make this count.
1: Right. The next person who wants vengeance on the world and Mm -hmm. who has been getting her vengeance is harmony aka (laughs) two-face she um obviously left the sons of aries after she found out who aries was and that he was a gold Mm -hmm. and started the red hand who's basically the clan who believes uncle narrow was aries or who pretends that he was. Harmony's been getting her vengeance. We find out why she wants all this vengeance when she's giving this bullshit speech to all the girls who are about to be sold into sex slavery. So Harmony says, "'Who was there to save my children?' "'No one. They died.' "'She scoops a handful of dirt "'and lets it trickle out her clenched fist.' I watched them wither. I watched my husband wither after them. I watched the sons of Ares wither, not to death, but to the temptations of this world. She discards the dirt. When I was afraid, I always prayed, as you pray. But no one is there to answer. Our salvation comes in the next world. We must make our own in this one. That is why the red hand fights.
0: Yep. Yeah, I mean, vengeance really informs a lot of our all of the Red Hand agenda, pretty much. And Harmony is the driving force behind that. And it's this vengeance that she wants for the death of her family that has kept this terrorist organization moving forward through all these years. And it keeps on morphing into just, like, a deeper and deeper and darker and darker organization. And she ultimately becomes, like, what she hates.
1: Yeah. Or... She becomes something we all hate at least. Mm-hmm. Um, here she's she's kind of doing what Lyria was trying to do, but she's trying to get these girls to believe in her cause mm-hmm. in yeah. the red hands cause, saying, you know, this is why we need you to make this, you know, noble sacrifice to the society. Oh wait. Right, that was yep. Octavia's speech. <laughs> yeah. But the same type of speech, make right. this noble sacrifice to support this noble cause. Mm-hmm. And it's like, nah, girl, I'm eight years old. It's
0: <laughs> <That's laughs> disgusting. And then our next set of quotes is about Victra. Obviously, we know what she wants vengeance for.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, and she's not only lost her child, but she's also been like beaten up pretty bad mm-hmm. and caged up. And then Volga's been beaten up and caged up. But yes, obviously we know it's for her baby. I always
0: think it's pretty sweet at the end when um, they're about to kill Harmony and Lyria goes, you killed her baby. And Victor goes, you killed her family.
1: Ah, uh, sisters. I
0: know, that's kind of cool, I thought. That was the first time I noticed that. This quote is from Lyria's perspective, obviously. She says, I snap my fingers at Victra until she looks at me. I pop the tooth. I've never been to Mercury or its Hippodrome, which is a foreshadowing right there, by the way. But wait, I've seen wait, videos. Explain. I've seen videos of old chariot races.
1: Oh. Yeah. Ooh. So she
0: says, I've never been to Mercury or its Hippodrome, but I've seen videos of old chariot races. When the horde sounds, there is a rippling of muscle, a stir of dust, and everything becomes heightened. Victra bursts from the cell, wounded, tired, spent from labor. She isn't what she should be. But by killing her baby, these men get the Victra they made. So Lyria spits the acid, undoes her cuffs gets the lock as well and then victor is off to the fucking races just like caving in skulls and (laughs) breaking spines
1: you know uh (laughs) this is not a spoiler but there's a cool scene in the show witcher where he bursts forward and like kills a bunch of people Mm -hmm. you know what i'm talking about Mm -hmm. without spoiling anything yeah like that's what it's like. It's like, it's so fast that you're like, whoa, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> right. Everyone's dead.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's a really good comparison for sure. This is just the carnage that a freaking gold can cause. Like we saw it with Daxo and uh, we see it here with Victor again, especially against the lower colors, especially against like reds and stuff. Yeah, it's they just, just
1: break under her stronger bones. Yeah, it's just And no she's, she's getting shot. I mean, she gets shot in the shoulder, but she's mm-hmm. all momentum and she's exhausted and beaten down but she can still (laughs) whip their asses like what would happen if she was at full strength she would just be a tornado (laughs) so then uh after victor kills all the dudes she still wants to go after harmony but lyria kind of reins her in and she says where are you going victor says to pay a debt Volga needs your help. We all do. And why would I help you? (laughs) I was trying to do different voices. Because I helped you, so did Volga, and someone once told me revenge is patient. She stares at me and tilts her head. We can get her after. There's girls down there, girls that risked their lives because they couldn't take it anymore. Are you just going to let them die like Ulysses? (coughs)
0: Ooh. I was like, Lyria, <laughs> that was almost a step too far.
1: It's like Lyria, no. It's
0: <laughs> like too soon.
1: She stiffens, her eyes glare at me, then she looks at her bleeding wounds. I will need proper armor.
0: This so, is why you can ultimately trust Victor. Like at the end of the day, yeah. She, she's not
1: only self-interested, right? And she realizes her own weaknesses too. She can be
0: reasoned with.
1: Well, she's looking at herself like, yeah, I'm probably not in the best shape to go after Harmony with all these dudes flinging their bodies in front of her. Mm-hmm. She's like, I need weapons. I need armor. Right. So.
0: It was really smart to use Victor's own words back to her, but I did think she took one step too far when she was like, <laughs> let them die like Ulysses. So I was like, Ugh. if I would have been standing there, i had have been like... Ugh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> just slowly back out. <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Well, that's the I'll first let you guys handle this. <laughs> that's the first time that Victra knows that Lyria knows that her baby's dead. Cause mm-hmm. you know that's she true. found out mm-hmm. afterwards, so she's kind of just throwing that in her face,
0: right? And then this final quote is just the exchange between Harmony, Victra, and uh, Lyria at the very end. Uh, You killed her child, I say to Harmony. Victra cracks a flare and tosses at Harmony's feet. She rips off Harmony's night optics. She killed mine, she snarls, tracking my arrival with almost as much hate as she does. Victra, they rotted from a disease we cured 600 years ago. Why? For what? She spits. For this? As I watch her froth with hate, she isn't the monster I remember, the powerful force that ate up my brother and family out of this world. She's just a woman enraged. It makes her so small to me. I can barely understand it myself. I pity her smallness, but not enough to scourge the hate from me.
1: So Lyria is being super empathetic to all these red-hand bastards. First it was like the poxed-faced boys. Yeah. And now it's Harmony. She's really like, you know. She's
0: like, I understand them, but it doesn't make me hate them any less. (laughs) Right, right.
1: (laughs) But now that she 's seen this bigger world mm-hmm. and she 's seen mustang with the weight of the world on her shoulders, now seeing harmony it 's like look at this ant, yeah, like running about you know playing with guns like i 've seen the sovereign you know making world decisions right so she she has a better perspective now on how the worlds work, and she can look pityingly on Harmony while still wanting to cut her head
0: off. And I think this quote like really applies to Darrow in a lot of ways too. Like uh, Lyria says, she's just a woman enraged. It makes her so small to me. Like Darrow um, at some points has been just a man enraged and he's forgotten like what he's actually fighting for. Like Harmony has clearly forgotten like the bigger picture and all she sees is vengeance and rage for her family. And uh, we know that Part of Darrow's process in Dark Age is getting back to a place where he's caring about more than just himself and more than just his own vengeance or his own uh, rage towards people in the society like the Ash Lord or something like that. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, when he decided to save his army, that's Mm -hmm. when we saw that he had realigned his values. And I think seeing the Ash Lord as a withered raisin showed him how fruitless the his rage toward him was. He's like, look at this piece of trash that I just like risked all of our lives to kill and he's already dying.
0: Yep. It's led him to like the center of a labyrinth with no prize in the middle, you know? (laughs) So
1: yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Um, but I don't know, I feel like Darrow has a lot more depth than Harmony. Harmony's pretty quickly like fuck everybody. I hate gold so much. She's, she's the most spacist that she left. She abandoned her colleagues, the Sons of Ares, and even ratted them out Yeah, just to start her new cause with no golds involved. Right,
0: um, And yeah, I think you're totally right. That's a good point. I mean, I don't think they're really close at all as far as characters go, but just I think what it is is it's a good lesson is like this could have been Daryl very easily. You know, like he could have been harmony. Uh, Yeah,
1: or what's his bet in the institute? Titus or whatever. Titus. Yeah,
0: yeah. this is kind of that same lesson we learned back in the original Red Rising book with Titus where um, it's just kind of a flip of a coin and and the decisions that he makes have led him to that path but could have easily just been engulfed in rage and um, ended up down this path.
1: So Vengeance, not always the best course, but pretty satisfying
0: <laughs> when it works out. <laughs> pretty satisfying this time around, <laughs> <laughs> go ahead and say. <laughs>
1: so Ben, who died today?
0: This is a, a lot of people died today. We've got a long list. Uh, first up, obviously, our baby boy, Ulysses.
1: Also known as Ulysses in the ob-
0: audiobook: Ulysses our baby boy ulysses we hardly knew ye i don't even know what to say about you but
1: i'm not laughing because of the baby <laughs> it's just so horrible it is
0: extremely it's probably like the darkest thing i've ever read in the book it's, i think it's pierce dark.
1: pierce was like i gotta kill this baby but i think he did us a favor by not having lyria there when the baby was killed yeah
0: have you ever um, seen the movie The Road or read Cormac McCarthy, The Road?
1: I don't think I want to.
0: There's only that's probably the only time it ever gets darker. Spoilers for that book, but at one point people are like eating a child. They're like basically, it's the end of the world, dystopian. Like, oh, and they're starving to death. They're starving to death, and they basically have a baby so they can eat it.
1: Great. Yeah, that's pretty gross. Don't you need to eat more when you're pregnant though? So then. Well, I think they've like they got eat the so they, had, they
0: had a pregnant. Lady, and then they got to the point where they're like, We're just gonna eat this baby because we can't keep it alive, you know? There's no reason, makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty pretty intense. Who else died today? <laughs> Brea, uh, Cormac, and his son. I didn't get his name, who cares? I didn't want to go back and look it up, so <laughs> he gets his head lopped off by a scorcher.
1: Yeah, no big deal Yeah We also lose Duncan Duncan He was like kind of a nicer red hand Because he didn't want to marry the eight year old Still
0: pretty terrible person
1: And he was like, oh, Lyria's an old fart <laughs> yeah. So he felt better about marrying
0: her He's like the red hand nice guy, quote unquote Quote unquote, right
1: <laughs> Then of course we have the picka The picka He uh, also gets shot a few times
0: Mm-hmm Lots of red hand bro guys.
1: They all die. And Harmony dies.
0: Fuck yeah.
1: (laughs) Bye. Actually. Put one up
0: on the board for the guys. (laughs) Got one.
1: Technically, she's still alive with pit viper babies in her belly. That's true. She's slowly dying.
0: Yeah, She's not going to die for a few more days. Please.
1: Yeah. A few more days. She's not going to like it.
0: All right. That's our list of who died today. I hope you enjoyed that.
1: I will remember <laughs> I started playing you. that
0: music now. Uh, so that takes us to the Prime Five.
1: Five of our favorite insights and observations from this week's chapters.
0: Let's start off with the the orb. Lots of interesting things going on with the orb. It's basically like, like we had talked about. It's like a big spy kit, kind of. But there's some interesting items inside that we learn about. Um the irises that Figment uses uh earlier on Victra's ship. And we all also
1: the, all the colors of all the yep. eyes.
0: And then there's some um, different currencies. One of those currencies has a winged logo on it. Oh, who mm. could that be? Somebody's printing their own money now. That's not cool. <laughs> <laughs> we also learned that it can talk back and forth with Lyria's parasite. That was kind of fun, where it's like she's like asking it questions, and it's just like, like
1: secret It's
0: secret base. It's based on her DNA, so that's what Aaron was saying with her blood. Like as soon as her blood touched the uh, orb, then it sequenced her DNA, and now she's the person, the only person that can access it. It seems to be like extremely. Futuristic technology type shit going on because it's like clearly got a lot of stuff inside of it, but it's in a very small space. So I don't even know how that works. It's like kind of Doctor Who Tardis like shit going on. It's bigger on the inside. <laughs> Is it though? <laughs> well, I think it, it just has seems little, like it, doesn't no, it? No,
1: it just has little compartments, and how that's why she's like, why why isn't there a gun in how here? Could it
0: have a it's like as tall as her though. It's the like orb? big ass. No, like the c- things she's pulling out.
1: I don't think so. I think your brain is doing weird things. It's all, like, small. It's all spy shit that you can hide in your person.
0: Okay, it's probably not bigger on the inside.
1: (laughs) (laughs) This isn't a book of magic.
0: (laughs) It seems bigger on the the inside.
1: This is a book of science and facts. There's no fucking magic here, Ben. That's true. This isn't Harry Potter.
0: Fine. I'll let it go.
1: Okay. So, yeah, the orb, um, the DNA match. So, obviously... Lyria needs to seek repairs, and guess where she's going at the end of this book?
0: Back to the Oculus,
1: where the one man who can probably repair the parasite is there.
0: It says seek repairs at the womb upon soonest convenience. So pigment is, it's functionally impaired. So it's still working because we see that she can like hear stuff, mm-hmm. but uh, then she's like or feel stuff.
1: If it worked fully what could i do
0: exactly and we're gonna find out in book six
1: and obviously we saw the brown woman figment um
0: is she brown though
1: her skin kind of like you know changed like uh, into almost translucent at one point and you're like whoa She's disappearing. She had so all kinds
0: of implants, too. Like, I want, I just want... Subdermal L- knives. Yeah, Lyria to get the full level up.
1: Which, how Wolverine is that? <laughs> I'm into it. I'm into that.
0: Yeah, go ahead. Um, and that takes us into our next item on the Prime 5 list, which is we're back in the conspiracy corner. I already laid out my theory about Figment being the thorn girl. I think it's a fantastic theory. No one... Wants to talk to me about it though, and I'm very sad. Well, it's about pretty
1: it. obscure, and also no one cares about the thorns because they're all dead.
0: Well, when it comes back around, <laughs> and I'm over here like I told you so, nobody, Everyone, no, everyone's get gonna mad, make, mad at me.
1: Great, <laughs> we still don't care. <laughs>
0: it's rude. <laughs> anyway, there's a name that's given. This is the the orb talking. It says, it's a gift from Astarte.
1: Whoa. Hello.
0: So I looked up Astarte because this is what I do. I Google stuff.
1: Good job, Ben. <laughs>
0: this is how much how deep my research goes. I uh, just type Astarte into Google. And Astarte is a Hellenized form of the Middle Eastern goddess Astaroth. Um, she is the goddess of fertility, sex, love, and war, which kind of goes along with... The other person I was talking about, Safa, Safa uh-huh. who Saf- was like Puffa. the poet of Lesbos, and she was like the first person talking about love and sex and stuff in her poetry. So yes. I feel like those two are related and that they were lovers and that
1: oh, there's or something going on there. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for that to come to fruition <laughs> and mean something. I'm just
0: theorizing all over the place here.
1: Next up on our Prime 5, uh, let's talk about Volga. She's mm. cute. She's not only just cute, <laughs> she leads a whole string of obsidian slaves from out of the mine mm-hmm. and basically frees them all by fighting the red handoff. So all Lyria did was drug the guards, and then somehow Volga gets out of her chains and kills everybody and gets all the obsidians free fighting with her.
0: a very capable fighter.
1: She's very capable, and we it's all done in the background. We keep hearing, right. like, uh, Lyria sees her on the screens, like, rallying all the troops, and mm-hmm. then we, like, get a glimpse of her another time, and then finally we see her up in the common room, and we're like, how'd she get up here? She fought through everyone. So... Let's not forget that Volga did all that like with barely any help.
0: I also love that um, Lyria called them the big girls.
1: The big girls. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I got to find the big girls.
0: <laughs> when referring to Volga and Victra, I just like that a lot. This mm-hmm. threesome is just fantastic.
1: And I love it. I yeah. love this threesome, and I love the Ephraim Electra Pax threesome. And guess what? Next week, they're all going to get together.
0: Wow, I didn't even think about that.
1: We make a sixth sum. <laughs> 6 sum. 6
0: sum. Okay, uh, next item on the Prime 5 list. Let's talk about Victra just being a killing machine badass. Yeah,
1: speaking of the big girls. We
0: kind of talked about this already, but I want to talk about it again because this is incredible.
1: So, yes, we we find out her baby died, but we also see that she left in its wake a shit ton of dead people and (laughs) hands cut off. And this is one woman who was carrying a baby at the time in her arms, presumably. Right. And then we find her again in the cell. She bursts out, kills everyone.
0: (laughs) That's just, she's a monster.
1: Right. And then I love when she's
0: going like level to level. I was about to say the best
1: part is she's dropping down from above and the the two girls, Freckles and Lyria, uh, are climbing down the ladders trying to catch up. Victor's bounding from, like, bridge to bridge, killing people. And then Going she'll jump up back up yeah. and then j- back down, <laughs> just <laughs> bouncing around, killing everyone. And then she gets to the bottom, and then Lyria and Freckles come down, and she's like, What took you so long? <laughs>
0: that was just fantastic. W- and
1: she didn't have an ear.
0: <laughs>
1: Dude, like, that's pretty badass. Yeah. And all this time, people are shooting at her. I'm trying to kill her. She's just winning. Like, think about if any of the golds in power tried to actually take out the Red Hand. They would have destroyed them.
0: That's true, yeah. It's probably just because they couldn't really find them. And this is kind of what I... Speaking to what I said earlier, like, this is why you can count on Victor in a crisis and that's why ultimately she's good. And that's like why we want her on our team. And that's like why we admire her so much. Cause like push comes to shove. She does the right thing in the right situation
1: and kills everyone.
0: Well, yeah. And she could have just gone in after harmony. Like she clearly was wanted one and two. That's really all she was thinking about, but she was able to like take advice and do the right thing at the right time. And she um, did that in previous books as well. And like, where in situations where you're kind of questioning, kind of her loyalty sometimes, or like what she's going to do, because Victor comes off as a straight wild card a lot of the time. When push comes to shove, like I said, she can be counted on in a crisis, and that's ultimately why we love her so much. On top of the fact that she's just a humongous badass,
1: and she's not just like an easy person to be friends with, like mm-hmm. we originally saw with Darrow. Like, you have to win her over, Mm -hmm. and it's so cool to see that Lyria and Volga, by the end of all this, have won her over, and now they're like a little tripod.
0: Yeah, most especially Lyria. I just love Lyria's development through these chapters, especially. It's just really great to see, and you can see that through the way that Victor's character, like, the growing respect that she has with her. Over these last few weeks. And then the final item on the Prime Five list, let's talk about Harmony real quick. We touched on this a little bit as well earlier, but she absolutely just became the thing that she despised. She's holding people in slavery. Yep. Um, she is, I thought the most uh, evidence of this was when she comes in and talks to the picker and he says, like, no to her. And then she says, no, what? He says, "No, mother." <laughs> so it's so <like> weird, <laughs> fucking weird. First of all, but also that's just like straight up like dominance. No dominance. Yeah. Like
1: yeah, she became a gold and like one gold with like a whole horde of slaves. Yep, and like then it's including like, the guys fighting for her.
0: And then it's like what you said earlier too. She she's also selling this you guys are pioneers. You're a noble. This is a glorious honor. The noble lie. Yeah. Yeah. She is telling the noble lie at this point. It is a glorious honor to have the children of the red hand or whatever. And um, we talk about this. shit. Right. Right. We talk about this with Daryl all the time. It's just like, what separates you from the bad guys or what separates him from Atlas or separates him from Atlantia? And it's ultimately that he keeps a moral compass and keep some moral code and, and he
1: doesn't have slaves
0: right well yeah in in these types of in these times like in war times like this is really easy to become the thing that you hate see so y- you feel like you almost have to turn into that to be able to fight to be uh, able to win yeah to be able to win but um it's more important to you know keep your moral compass and keep your ideals that you believe in in the forefront and then um, go from there. So obviously Harmony forgets that, and she becomes exactly the thing that she's railed against for 10 years or whatever.
1: So yeah, that was our Prime 5. That brings us to the Primus of the Week.
0: Our one character who conquered our proctors of plot and rose above the rest. Our Primus of the Week is? Lyria. No brainer here
1: lyria fucking kills it she's she awesome She kills all the chapters yeah. she just wins well first of all she doesn't win the whole time she gets captured twice <laughs> and escapes twice
0: she's a regular freelancer now
1: nice yes and she'll be even more of one when her little parasite's fixed but sure. let's talk about what she did
0: i mean let's see well she first
1: let's start off with ulysses Right. She takes the baby down, wraps him in a blanket, takes him back to Brea's house. Mm -hmm. So she respects Victra's gold baby, Mm -hmm. who in the past she probably would have spit on. Mm -hmm. So now you can see she has this flip of heart for golds and for Victra and for babies.
0: Infiltrates the bunker.
1: Infiltrates the bunker by getting all dolled up, showing a little ankle. She's just shoving some teeth up her cooch.
0: Pulls out two teeth.
1: Pulls out two of her own teeth. <laughs> yeah. And then pulls out a bunch of girls' teeth while they're being held down. Gets
0: all these girls on board for the revolution.
1: She also, the best part is when she breaks Tails' jaw. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, she punches her and then like kicks her until her jaw caves in.
0: Very scared of Lyria after that. I'm a
1: little scared of Lyria. <laughs> I feel like she could kick my ass. And then she, of course, spits... Well, wait. Before the acid, she, gets, she convinces Duncan to go down and help her... Plays dr- Duncan like a fiddle. She, he helps her basically drug the guards. And mm-hmm. she memorizes these like cave passageways. And then is able to make her way back. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, she spits acid all over Duncan. Melts through his spine. Super cool. Then gets captured. Gets her s- pinky smashed. Then gets free then sends out a signal, gets captured, sets Victor free, kills Harmony. <laughs> Pretty much.
0: Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. All so by yourself. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And uh, yeah, Lyria, honestly, first time I read Iron Gold, I was, like was like, get me through these boring chapters. Now I like love her so much.
0: I know. I, I really look forward to her chapters and her story. I'm just so excited to see where it goes from here
1: yeah her arc went from zero to a hundred in this chapter
0: in this book really is she has tremendous growth as a character and once you i don't know kind of see it anything like we said once you go back and read iron gold over again her character arc makes a lot more sense it's a lot easier to get through i feel like but definitely it's jarring the first time just the change from single darrow point of view to multiple we've talked about that before though let's move on to the howler mailbag we didn't do any um emails last week so we're going to switch things up no voicemails today all emails you ready i'm ready our first set of emails is it's a double set we get two emails from uh our friends aaron and david in denver
1: Oh, Aaron, who I love, and David, the (laughs) rogue sympathizer. (laughs) I'm not sure we want an email from David. We're
0: probably about to get some rogue propaganda here.
1: I don't think Aaron would (laughs) let that happen.
0: Uh, Aaron says Hi, guys. It's Aaron from Denver. Did you see the tweet with Pierce talking about the possibility of a Sevro POV book? No. He had talked about it just, uh, somebody had asked him about it. Uh, he said the main. She says the main thing is that Pierce doesn't want to do that many drugs to be in Severo <laughs> to be in a Severo mindset. <laughs> but if you could have a Severo book, what time frame do you think it should be? My vote is for the time period between Gold Sun and Morningstar, when Darrow is in the box. I think there could be some great content of Severo being a leader slash stepping into the Aries role, and we'd get more Ragnar time. That's a good point. Definitely. Other options could be during the 10-year gap after Severo leaves Darrow and Iron Gold and when he's killing all the syndicate people or the lead up to the Institute and meeting Darrow for the first time. What do you guys think? And then David, he says, um, other people that we might get to see more of during the box time frame, Holiday and Trig, Uncle Nero, Cassius and possibly <laughs> we get to see more of Quicksilver's involvement with the rising through a proxy. And, of course, the rise of the man, the myth, the legend, Imperator, roke off, poet of Demos.
1: Damn it, he snuck it <laughs> he in. He snuck it in at the very end. David, get out of here <laughs> you with, your, with your Roke. <laughs> I can't believe Aaron didn't delete that.
0: <laughs> what do you think? What do you want to see?
1: I want to see post- dark age, where the fuck Severo (laughs) is. Cheating. That's not cheating. (laughs) It said, yeah, but I want to know what's going on with him. And no one else is with him that can tell us what's going on, except Mm -hmm. for Abominadrius. And I don't want to get inside that little freak's mind. (laughs) That'd be my choice. What's yours?
0: I think the best one would be the year time period when Darrow's in the box, or the nine months where Darrow's in the box. Obviously,
1: that's the best one, but they already picked it, so I had to pick the next one.
0: So... My choice would be I would want to see Severo dealing with having his first child with Victra and then also fighting the wars like against the Grimaces like on Earth and all that shit, you know?
1: Yeah, all the stuff we miss Mm -hmm. in the 10-year gap.
0: Or like on Mars where they're fighting Apollonius.
1: Also, I retract my answer. I don't really want to be in Severo's head, <laughs> especially when you mentioned Victra. They have some pretty weird uh, relationship. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if I'm ready for that.
0: Yeah, he's probably got some pretty Thank weird it, thoughts. They get pretty on. freaky. Yeah.
1: Thank you, Aaron and David. Mostly Aaron. <laughs> cool name.
0: Okay, our next, uh, so this question comes from Adam Chabert on Instagram. He's got a couple questions. First question is, aside from the Howlers, which you clearly are a part of if you listen to the pod, what squad would you want to be a part of? Examples that he put down are like the Pit Vipers, the Valkyrie, the 13th, the Legio Draconis, uh, and the Rat mm. Legion.
1: Harmony's crew.
0: You could be a Red Hander.
1: Legio Thirteen. Um, You go first.
0: I want to be an Arcosian knight.
1: Of course you do. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Give me a purple cape and a razor. And do they have purple capes? Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: Oh, my God. Yeah. Ben's <laughs> favorite team is purple. <laughs> That's just annoying. Um, I
0: And some long blonde hair and just like some <laughs> very <laughs> high... Some very high cheekbones.
1: Uh, ben also used to have a ponytail. This is just fitting into <laughs> your past. So since uh, obviously I want to be the Mustangs, but I don't want to be.
0: Just like a plain old line like, guard.
1: Yeah, that sounds boring. Or that sounds too like, you know, square. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I'd be part of the Valkyrie. You
0: could ride a griffin.
1: And I would I would write God Eater <laughs> and I would save her before she's butchered.
0: <laughs> That's a great question. What squad would you guys be on? You can call in or send us an email.
1: Or make up a new squad.
0: That's true. That's fun. That's, That's fun.
1: <laughs> What's next?
0: He said his next question is who's your favorite voice actor from the audiobooks? TGR is obviously the man, but I thought Iron Gold by was perfect. Did not enjoy the change for Dark Age.
1: So TGR is... You can't answer this question, Ben. I don't listen to audiobooks. TGR is my favorite. So um, if I had to pick a second, I'd say I love Mustang. Her voice is super pure sex. (laughs) 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 The first time I heard it, I was like, Yes! (laughs) They got her perfect... She sounds sexy, but strong. And then I also really liked the change for Lyria in Dark Age. Mm. I, th- I like this girl a lot more.
0: I do remember a lot of people complaining about the Lyria narrator from the original. She just... Iron Gold.
1: R- she read very slowly, so you'd have to... And it was like a... I think it was an Irish accent thing. Like maybe... I don't know. She just spoke slower when she used an Irish accent, I would speed her up and then I'd have to remember to slow the others down or else they'd be like, like I can't listen to the books like Piera Ford does on fucking five speed. (laughs) My brain will explode. Anyways. Yes. Great question. I personally like Lysander both in iron gold and dark age. I do wish it was the same person because it's weird, especially now that both books are out and you do them back to back. Um, Anyways, great question. Obviously, TGR is God and he wins.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. You know what it's time for?
1: What are we into this week?
0: I'll go first this week. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm into a movie. It's called The Invisible Man. This movie was awesome. I love horror movies. It kind of goes wonky in the last 20 minutes but that's okay. It, it happens with a lot of horror movies. It's also they're just kind of hard to end. But anyway, great performance from Elizabeth Moss. She plays um Peggy on Mad Men if you don't know who who she is. Um and she's awesome. Great actress. She really sells like she's too good for this material, but she is uh <laughs> amazing. Um basically It takes the story of the Invisible Man and it flips the perspective. So it's from um, an outside perspective. The Invisible Man is her boyfriend and he fakes his own death. And then he starts like stalking her as the Invisible Man and um, ruins her life, basically. I won't go into any spoilers or anything. Um, But... The perspective switch makes the movie so creepy. And then the director does this great thing with a lot of the shots where he'll just like show empty spaces or empty rooms. And um, you're like, look, your eyes are darting around the screen trying to find the invisible man or something that's moving. And there's nothing that's ever (laughs) moving. So it's just like gives you this really deep sense of impending doom and dread. Like, you know, there's somebody there stalking And it's super creepy. Uh, So I would definitely suggest checking that out. It's still in theaters. So go out and see that movie.
1: I will not because I hate scary movies. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Also, a more relevant thing that she was in besides Mad Men. No offense. She's the main person in Handmaid's Tale.
0: Oh, yeah. I don't watch Handmaid's Tale. I know, but Mad Mad Men's like older. Mad Men's way better.
1: Well, you, di- you didn't watch Handmaid's Still, How would you know? Anyways, I'm saying the young, the youth might not have watched <laughs> Mad Men.
0: <laughs> well, they should.
1: Okay. I'm into... I couldn't think of anything because I was finishing up McMillions and The, the Outsider. Outsider, which finales of both were both amazing. <laughs> so if you haven't watched those yet, they're both on HBO. Great shows. But um, I just ordered HelloFresh. Where they like send you food. First of all, I'm a terrible cook and I'm really like insecure about poisoning myself accidentally with mm. chicken and stuff. So, HelloFresh gives you this. So, what really you're
0: telling us is that you overcook everything?
1: I just don't cook. <laughs> I basically grew up on ramen noodles, which <laughs> I think is fine. But, um, HelloFresh, it's international, it's based in Germany, um, it's the largest meal kit provider in the u.s but you can also get it in canada and western europe this is not an ad by the way it's not (laughs) i'm saying for the international howlers new zealand and australia anyways you can get it in all those places but um i made the first meal and it gives you like step by step and i made a fucking badass meal and it tasted amazing and now i'm telling people i can cook
0: (laughs) you're a cook now great job
1: but the i think the food's really great because like you basically just add a shit ton of butter and oil (laughs) so it's probably not like the best for you but it tastes good usually helps so what i would suggest is waiting until you get like a good deal i got like coupon a good coupon and then um like just do like the three weeks or whatever or the three months with the coupon and then remind yourself to cancel it. <laughs> and then you can like reuse those recipe cards and like buy your own groceries, but use the recipe cards. Oh, that's good. That's my suggestion. Obviously not an ad, <laughs> but if they want to pay us, I can take the last part use out. Promo
0: code. <laughs> howlers.
1: <laughs> Don't do that. It won't work. Okay. So the invisible man, scary movie. Hello, fresh Eat. What's your lo- slogan? I don't even know. <laughs> Eat good food.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's coming up next week on HowlerPod?
1: Chapters 74 to 77 of Dark Age. And guess what? We're down to our last three episodes wow. of Dark Age. Wow. It's the final name. Three
0: episodes left. I can't believe we're almost to the end.
1: Don't worry. We won't leave you guys.
0: <laughs> we'll be back. We'll be back.
1: Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, at HowlerPod. Check out our Etsy store. Buy some merch. Buy a cool hat for your friends or for yourself. Email us, howlerpod at gmail.com. Leave a voicemail, 1-800-516-1540. Find links for all of it on howlerpod.com. Tell a friend about the books. Spread the word. Spread the gospel of Pierce Brown. (laughs) Can I say that? Also tell them about HowlerPod. And don't forget to rate and review five stars only if you don't give us five stars only. We're throwing you into a pit of adult pit vipers where they will uh, numb your body or something. (laughs) Paralyze you. They'll paralyze you and then bury their eggs in you and you'll slowly die. That's days. Days of torture.
0: All because you didn't want to give us a five star review.
1: Not worth it.
0: Not worth it at all. Thanks, Howlers.
1: Omnis vir lupus. Oh!